now tuned into the greatest. Don't be mad at the player, be mad at the game Sneak this in the hate and that's a flag on the play Me falling off, huh, that'll be the day I'm like Bolt in the race, leave the track, flambe, it's the open run We'll do it anyway, welcome back to a special edition of Below the Hardwood I am your host, Ryan Antonio Henry here with the homies, the team, the compadres, of course, we're going to cut that short because, again, this isn't regular BTH. This is a special episode. This is the 2021 NBA Draft Aftermath episode, and we have a special guest in the building making us the Fantastic Four today. Uh, joining us, our colleague, our cohort from the Press Network, the host of the Open Run podcast, which you can get everywhere spotify google iheart stitcher google it search it is wordsmith will strickland how are you doing today sir family <laughs> i was just letting you know that the way i presented it is that it was the open run with will strickland and below the hardwood presents uh. nba draft aftermath <laughs> It is a special episode of BTH, but I'm going to run it all along. <laughs> How do we do it? It, it? it is. It is. It is. The Look, open I'm, below I'm the contractually percent. obligated to ensure that I always bust my stats. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It is the open run below the hardwood present NBA aftermath, NBA draft aftermath, the 21 21- 2021 NBA draft is actually still underway, ladies and gentlemen. We're actually giving you a kind of a, a live reaction podcast. So by the time you're hearing this, which I hope is uh, Friday, uh, we're going to give you our kind of raw emotional vibes from a draft that most people thought they had the top five picked out correctly. Um, we come I'm to find out. I don't do emotional sports, <laughs> my guy. He, do, he doesn't do okay. He, do, he doesn't do emotional uh, responses, but I, I'm. Uh, you should check NBA Twitter right now if you're listening. <laughs> NBA Twitter is is absolutely no, emotional. But torn um, asunder. Raptors Twitter in shambles right now. That voice you hear is my other cohort, Alan Shane Lewis. Hi, my name is Alan Shane Lewis. I am on a podcast, and of course, the other man, Dexter. Ready? Well, one, two, three. Hi, Nikki. You usually do it well. I, I didn't want to step on your bars, but I saw you. I saw you giving you know my salute. So, you know, I want, to, I want to let you live. And with the hi, Nikki, that's the start of the show. So, like like we mentioned before, emotional last couple of hours on NBA Twitter uh, or wherever you're watching the draft. Um, earlier today, we did put out a series of tweets in which the four uh, show hosts tonight actually gave our picks for the top five who we believed would be the top five picks and the teams that they would have landed on uh for about the top three picks we were right and then then came number four but i i just kind of want to open this up here will can we be honest though like kate cunningham was the best worst kept secret ever we already knew that the Pistons were going to take him. I love what they're doing with that young core. I've been saying in the past couple of weeks, I love what Troy Weaver and Coach Dwayne Casey are doing there in Detroit. I feel like if they allow these guys to see it through, you'll see something from Isaiah Stewart. I really like Sadiq Bay as the quintessential glue guy, 3 and D guy in Detroit. You're going to get Kate Cunningham. You still have Killian Hayes, who's going to end up being a backup. Um you're going to get a couple of veteran guys. You got Jeremy Grant already over there. You're going to get another veteran guy to come off the bench and keep stabilizing that team. Actually, a low-cost, high-yield guy who's not going to mess up the chemistry in that locker room as they try to develop these young guys in Detroit. But, you know, I, I was cool with my picks. I, I had Kate Cunningham at one. Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Evan Mobley going to the Rockets at two um, because I thought they would go there. Um, Jalen Green. Um, to the Cavs at three because I know I felt like they were going to move Colin Sexton and they were going to give Jalen Green the green light in Cleveland. And then Jalen Suggs at four, which was a total surprise they didn't pick him. And Jonathan, Me Jonathan Kaminga at five in Orlando. All right. Yeah. And that, that. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I felt I saw the Jalen Green writing on the wall. I really wanted this guy high motor. Uh, you see him coming off the PJ of uh, Fertitta. So I'm like, OK, that's 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 done. It's sold. He's out there. He's flying around. He's being paraded as Houston's new golden boy. Um, the Cavs one, I really thought they were going to trade because I just don't see how just rejuvenating your roster every single season improves your squad. Uh, and I am just so sorry for all the young men who are a part of that squad because you're just going to be wasting some of your best jumping years on a team that's not going to give you love and a franchise that's not going to properly uh, germinate you and foster you to create, you know, the best person that you possibly can be. And wow. I, I see a redundancy. Germinate. Yeah, I'm, I'm dropping the big words. I got a the source oh, right over here. Money <laughs> said germinate oh, like, a, like a plant, like a flower. <laughs> yeah, the, even when LeBron was there, that was a wasted of his of a lot of his career. I think that's one of the one of the worst run franchises. But we won't talk about that right now. But we will also because Jared Allen, you also have uh, Mobley, so you have these two defensive guys that you're just going to be switching back and forth. Who are you giving minutes to? So I thought there was going to be a trade there. And then number four, this is where it kind of really shocked me because I was on I wasn't on board with Suggs at first. I wanted Green, then I wanted Mobley, then I was like, you know what, I'll hand. Handle sucks. I'm, I'm okay with that. But then we don't go with that. We do the Scotty Barnes instead. And to be honest, I'll be honest. I made I made an audible noise. I made I, the, the fan of me jumped out. I made some noise. But uh, talking with my sources, I have sources now. Uh, friend of a friend, friend, friend of a friend who was uh, at who works for the Raptors. They don't have any real pull. They're just there at uh, the Jalen Suggs uh, workouts. And it turns out he shit the bed. He shit the bed. Couldn't shoot a shot. His mind wasn't there. They had to do a whole re redo of stuff. So I think that in itself soured uh, the Raptors. And a part of me that's a little jaded was like, did he throw that? But apparently he really wanted to be in Toronto, and it just wasn't his fit, which kind of makes sense. Because if you look at Jalen Suggs' uh, record, I wasn't on board with that Gonzaga team. I thought they were a little overrated. I think I don't think they played any true heat until it came down to the finals, and then they got ran out the court uh, from uh, you know from Baylor. Uh, so. Uh, I'm 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 hopelessly optimistic on Scotty Barnes. I think he's got a good high motor. Uh, is he's one of those players that's going to be two three years away? But uh, you know what? No team's going to score 100 points on us when it comes to home games. So if we even have a home game, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, so Magic enjoy having Jalen Suggs and Markel Fultz. Hopefully they can shoot. You know that's all I can say. Hmm. Uh, Dex, was well, your top five any different than? how things actually ended up uh, i did not post my top five but i had a top five in mind was uh, it this accurate is it perfect oh it's perfect <laughs> Obviously. i knew this was all gonna happen i was just keeping my eye on the lakers man uh so the number one pick obviously was gonna be kate cunningham number two the rocket showed high hopes on my guy my filipino cousin Jalen <laughs> green so i knew that was gonna be the second pick the third pick um yeah that it it just doesn't make sense cleveland has a big problem and i don't know why they picked up another big like they I, have jared I, I, allen no but here's the thing it gives them some mobility as far as trying to move that pick for something of a veteran guy they just moved ricky rubio for, ricky rubio for uh yes. torian prince so yeah. they're thinking yeah. that means that colin sexton he's gonna be he's packaged gone. up He's gone, it, yeah. if, if it's if it's Colin Sexton, if it's uh, if they stay with the young guy and Mobley, or they get rid of Jared Allen, one way or the other, they have assets to move. So I understand that from that standpoint. Yeah. I think sometimes we we see picks and we see here's the lineup. That's it. There are options here, and you know, not to diss your you know fellow Fil Filipino. But my man needs better friends out there dressed up like Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's, that outfit. That's, that's, that's a style now. Yeah, no, no, don't don't play yourself. Next time I see you, you better be wearing it. I'm be wearing it. We're gonna go to Max's and get uh, some chicken. I don't even eat chicken. Yo, that's Balmain. Yes. Isn't that Balmain? He's right. It's it's name brand. It's definitely a name yeah. brand. It's got a fancy yeah. Italian hey. name on that one. Right. But their you know, but their big problem it it, it doesn't. It's not this year or last year. It stems like way back. Like we had Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love, Andre Drummond. Like they just have a big problem. I don't know what it is. And for the fourth pick, uh, I'm not surprised. Masai likes to do these kinds of things. Uh, he like he kind of looks like a Giannis light. I feel like in a few years he could be like a Giannis. Um, and that's obviously the best player in the league right now. 
don't at me. Uh, and we have Malachi Flynn. I feel like there's still hope for Malachi Flynn. That's why we didn't go for Suggs. So I'm really not surprised at this pick. And uh, number five, the Magic, they they got Suggs and they got uh, Franz, uh, Franz Wagner. Brothers so in the league. That's too. a big pick too. Like, go for Orlando, man. Look, look, let me tell you something, okay? I'm going to tell you for the last time, right? When you keep talking about what Masai is going to do, and Masai you must trust, but Alan Shane said something on Twitter earlier that said, was this really Masai? Because he's still a free agent. I don't know if he made the pick. Sounds like Bobby Webster to me, to tell you the truth. But I'm not going to go there. I guess I just did. He was, um, the, guy on the, phone. He was the guy on the phone. He was who? the guy on the phone who made the pick. Who? The Raptors put out the War Room video. It was Bobby Webster who made the call. Again, I didn't see the video. Mm-hmm. I just understand the landscape at Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. Yep. And I said, I've been saying all year, the most important free agent that they had to sign was Messiah Jury. He's going to get the heat for this, but the GM is Bobby Webster. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I will, I will kind of give you mine. Basically, I was right pretty much with K, Jalen, Evan, which was the consensus. That was how things were line, lining up. Right. And then at number four, Scotty just threw through everything, everything. He threw I, everything I, off. Can we, can we not, can we not shit on this kid's? That's, nice. Yeah, that, that's the thing. That's, 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 that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going with this. Yeah, because- Drizzy, even Drizzy ordained him. You already tweeted about him or, or Instagram about him. Here's the thing. I think Scotty Barnes is a very good high motor athletic player who can. Jay Billis, good, stop good saying business. that same stuff about his high motor. Right. Listen, but, let's, let's, wait, let's talk about Scotty. Let's talk about Scotty's was he Was he a fourth? He will, he, if, it, if that's a Raptors at the seventh, I have no problems with this pick. Is that an entire season of Tampa Bay basketball and tanking specifically for this moment? That that you know the jury's still out. I, I, I think just don't know. I think that's a that's a great question to ask. I think again, let's give it up for Scotty Barnes to see his dream come true. And let's be clear: a lot of people don't realize that when you have a certain like championship DNA in you. The kid won three gold medals in his yeah. youth, and I mean he's still what nineteen years old. So his mentality to come in and do what he needs to do to help his team. When they talk about glue guy, forget about his shooting, his motors, his intangibles. If he has a level of maturity that says, okay, I'm here at the number four pick. I'm going to a team that's rebuilding. I have an opportunity to make something of myself. We saw the development program with Raptors 905 create Fred Van Vliet, Jacopoto, Norman Powell, don't and say it. Pascal Siakam. Don't say it. <laughs> G League Finals MVP, Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Okay. NBA champion, Pascal Siakam. So as much as we talk I, about Scotty and the whole nine, I think, you know, and of course the, the, the pieces around those guys are different and it will be vastly different yeah. than they were when these other guys are developing. But I think Scotty's going to have an opportunity to show what he can do on the court. Uh, in Las Vegas, we'll see a lot. Even though people say you don't count summer league, I count a summer league. It helped me to find out who Kyle Kuzma was. Yeah. Can I just say that there's uh, also Jeremy Lin NBA champion, so that means nothing to me. Uh, but I'm going to take you guys for a ride, okay? So Scotia Bank Arena is ACC Air Canada Center. Uh, there's lots of pilots in there. That's a uh, there's that lots of wings that the Raptors have. They have too many wings. So with my high Nikki, there's going to be by Pascal. I see a trade coming. Oh, oh yeah, no going. doubt. He's yeah. you're, he's the most valued <laughs> asset Who, between him and an almost 36-year-old point guard. We just have so many wings. We have Scotty Barnes but, now. We have Gary Trent. Who? We have OG Ananobi. Like, but who's scoring? Pascal man? is the odd man out, especially who's, with his friction with Nick Nurse. But who's scoring? Who's scoring now? Like that's the Who one knows? thing. I am okay with like stashing a player and and building and becoming something. I think Raptors fans, after the year we kind of had, it's kind of hard to t- to sell them on trust the process. I don't think you can you could you could tell Raptor fans no, 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 after a year right. of not even seeing your team. Raptor, a, a Raptor, year of seeing Raptors that was fans. this was 
This is Raptors the fans are spoiled year. as hell. Raptors they're fans little, are spoiled as hell. Yeah, they're spoiled. Yeah, and spoiled. I think they need to temper it a little bit. You're not going to win the championship every year. You not have a championship no, squad. It's no squad left. No, 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 no. no, no people a lot of Raptors fans. A lot of Raptors fans do not. <laughs> a lot of Raptors fans do not enjoy the ride. Yeah, they don't enjoy the ride. As a real fan, win or lose, if you're a fan of the game, you want to see your team do well. But there's something to 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 enjoy the moments. You're gonna have moments where they beat one of the top teams in the league, and you're like, "Wow, we have possibilities here." Even though we know on paper, and really, when our when we look at our lineup, we're not gonna be the guys that are gonna be competing for the Eastern Conference Championship in the next year, right? As you move more and more pieces from that core team that helped you win a championship in 2019, you see the writing on the wall. You should see the writing on the wall. But instead, you want to hold on to those same the same mentality that somehow 2019 will never end because you're the longest reigning NBA champion in history because of COVID. Great. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. exist in 20 going into 2021, 2022. Relax yourselves. Or yeah. in the words of my man, Sean, the late Sean Biggs Green. Seckle man, seckle. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm 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 not on the, the, the idea of like oh, this player that we drafted was going to be our savior. I didn't believe that. But I do, I am a firm believer in packaging and what you can do and moving different things, especially on draft night or, you know, coming up these next couple of weeks. And I don't know if a Scotty Barnes has, like, the. I know his floor is lower than his Suggs, but his ceiling potentially could be higher. Like, that's the type of player that you go, like, oh, we, 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 we are of a mindset of we're swinging for the fences. And that's, by all means, do that. But also... What are we doing here as far as uh, building and nurturing this next cup, this next this next season, this next season, and putting together pieces to win? And I don't, don't look know. about don't look at next season because the Raptors have always had fairly good success with the number four pick in the draft. Whether you talk about Vincent Lamar Carter or Christopher Weston Bosch, yeah. so give this kid who also wore, if I'm not mistaken, number four at Florida State under the great Leonard Hamilton. Well, Patrick Williams was also number four, so I don't know. That's another Florida yeah, State guy. So you know, don't don't diss Patrick Williams because I like him a lot in Chicago. Oh, I, I ain't him. dissing him. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I will. I'm I just will, saying. I'm just saying. Is that a four? I'm gonna say. I will come and say. People kind of treated this as if the Raptors aren't gonna make a move in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I feel like this draft pick does indicate that there are still several pieces that could be. Well, changes that could be done in the next couple of weeks. One, including what's going to happen with Kyle. I, One, yeah. two, including what's going to happen with Pascal because you just took up another forward spot. Uh, we don't know if this is the full plan. We don't yeah. understand that this is the full thing. So when they drafted Scotty, I was kind of looking at it like, okay, this this could be one little move in a bunch of other moves. We can't just judge this immediately I, off I'm emotional not... reactions, which is what NBA Raptor Twitter is doing right now. Yeah. I, well, that's I'm not, what fans I'm not do, judging though. it based on this, though. I'm basing it on the poor performance of our offseason last season. That was a bad offseason. We swung, once again, swung for the fences, failed. Tried to get bigs, failed. And it's like, it seems like a continuation, and we don't necessarily have Masai Jerry locked in. So it's like... Disrespect Aaron Baines in here again, son. I will disrespect <laughs> Aaron Baines on every podcast I come on. Homeboy got oven bits for hands, can't hold on to the goddamn ball, butter you, up his freaking knuckles, can't do You should anything. understand that those I, are... In the field you work in, those are supposed to be called jokes, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I, write this I, down, I, Alan. Write this down. <laughs> Listen, but what do I, what do the, Raptors the first Raptor like, I've been what, disrespected? What can we get for Pascal? Like, it's pretty I think low. We, like, I think that's a whole nother podcast, and I think that's a whole nother segment on another show. <laughs> with that, with that, that was again our our top five review. Uh, coming up in the second half here, uh, we're going to give you our sleepers of the draft, best international player. Who might be the bust in this in this draft? And we'll talk a little summer league, Orlando Vegas. Uh, that's coming up right after this. And you're back for the second half of this special NBA draft aftermath edition. 
presented by the hosts of The Open Run and Below the Hardwood. Of course, joined by Will Strickland, Alan Shane Lewis, and Dexter Ariola. Uh, gentlemen, we discussed the top five at length, but I feel it's time we get into actually discussing the impacts. What, what, who, are, who are the players that we're going to look in five, ten years? We're going to say, this guy was the sleeper. This guy was the best international player who, of course, is going to be labeled the bust. So we're talking impact from the 2021 NBA draft. Uh, I want to start off with the sleeper, the guy that, you know, he could be drafted low, you know, 20, 30, maybe even the 60. We've seen these guys. The Spurs had a, a good track record back in the day picking up guys like Manu Ginobili late, uh, the Raptors grabbing Pascal Siakam late, even Giannis himself, a guy who you feel should be a top 10 guy, wasn't picked until uh, – which, which pick was it? 15. 15. So, Whoever 15 this draft is, they're going to win MVP next year. <laughs> Corey so Kispert is not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll so, let you know that from now. <laughs> so – who is the guy that you feel we're going to be talking about maybe in the future winning an NBA championship or an MVP and saying, wow, this guy, I can't believe he was drafted at this, at this stage. We'll start off with Will. Wait, wait, that's deep. I, this is that too is not deep? A guy. Yeah, that's way too deep. <laughs> okay, and he doesn't to have me, to make to me, that much of an impact. To, to me, Cameron Johnson, when he came out from North Carolina, to me, I said he was the steal of the draft. Yeah. And you saw his impact in the finals. You saw his impact in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. He didn't really, like, he played at Pittsburgh for a couple of years, graduated, goes to UNC, pins out uh, his career in college there. And everyone was surprised by how high they picked him. Now they know why they picked him. So he's one of those guys. And I don't, I don't think you have to be a low draft pick to be a sleeper. I think a guy who might have slipped in the draft a little bit, you can say a Jalen Johnson type or whatever the case might be. I, that's not my pick. That's not my pick. Okay, not my, pick. <laughs> my pick. My pick is actually the best on-ball defender this side of Matisse Thibel in basketball right now. And, and Drew Holiday is Davion, uh, Davion Mitchell. Oh, man. Oh. Davion Mitchell is a guy that I think is going to contribute to a lot of winning somewhere, even if it's not in Sacramento ultimately. It's not. And I just feel like a guy – if you look at the future of that backcourt, are they going to keep – like you can move – if you move Buddy Heald and you move De'Aaron uh, De Fox, because they haven't gotten anything from those guys since they've been there. But you got a whole lot when you drafted a guy like Ty Tyrese Halliburton out of Iowa State, who was on the verge of being the rookie of the year if Lamelo Ball hadn't or had if he had gotten injured or stayed out and didn't come back for the rest of the season, there's an argument. It could have been co-MVP or co-rookies um, of the year. So I look at that backcourt. You have a guy who can play off the ball in Halliburton, who can play on the ball in Halliburton. You have a guy like Mitchell who's going to play defense. I don't know. You have some assets. They're trying to move Marvin Bagley. They're trying to move, you know, Buddy Heal the fake head in his contract. And De'Aaron Fox will fetch a I think we uh, may have a little technical difficulties, but um, what is he? What's well, the let me let me let me kind of join you off with there because yeah, that was actually also my sleeper, and and the reason why is because opportunity. Uh, like mm -hmm. you just mentioned, Sacramento is a team in transition. A lot of pieces could be moved. We don't up until an hour ago we thought Buddy Hield was possibly going to L.A. instead of uh, Russell Westbrook. So. The fact that his name is brought in trade rumors, I don't know if he's going to feel too happy about that. And I don't know if Sacramento has the ability to keep him now because that situation is a little messy. So opportunity is one. Um, looking at his game, he has heart, hustle. They say that his his frame is pretty much all muscle. Uh, his highlight package features taking charges. A lot of what you see Davion Mitchell's highlights are is taking charges, getting up. And he's the defensive player of the year in college. Okay, and, and a guy who, if you know anything about his workouts back in Hinesville, Georgia, where he's from, it's like Jerry Rice type stuff. It's like waking up. It's like Kobe Bryant type stuff. 
The guy spends as much time in the film room as Rajon Rondo. He's in college. He's an older player, but still, he's in college, and he's doing all this stuff, and just some of the, his workout plan, what he does to get himself prepared, tells you a lot about what he's going to do, not that he's going to get paid, at least officially paid, because you can't get paid at Baylor after what happened there years ago with Dave Bliss, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But officially paid in the NBA to play basketball, and I just feel like he's going to be a special type player um, for whatever team he ends up on, if it's in Sacramento, and they rebuild with a new coach, new – they need new everything. They've been in transition for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 100%. And uh, Alan Dex, um, I have I have two. I feel players that I think are going to make some really good impacts on teams. Black people, uh, black people. yo, <laughs> <laughs> they're both black people. They're trying to be cowboys. <laughs> can I laugh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you I can wanna... laugh. <laughs> well, I like that you asked permission, Dex. I appreciate <laughs> you posted a black square. I can tell. Uh, <laughs> um, I think there's two players that are going to make like really good impacts as far as like uh, the NBA going down the line. I think Jalen Johnson set up in a very nice spot. Damn it! I think he's got good ball handling skills. Uh, you can have a nice stretch guy. He's six foot nine. He's got a good good frame to him. I think that also helps solidify the wing and the problems that we kind of saw with the Atlanta Hawks. Also, they need bigs, but also they need to address that too because you got Cam Reddish back bogey so now you can defend stuff and you also have another person who can handle the ball. But also, I want to talk about my boy Uzman. Uh, wait, wait. Before you get to Usman, can you can you stay right there real quick? Because what you said about the Hawks, you, I thought I saw you. I thought I saw you say something about the Hawks on Twitter. That they did well in this draft. Yeah, and I think that Jalen is actually John Collins' insurance as well. Because oh, he's you think that's free? Okay. Uh, hey, listen to me. Listen to me. They might not match the, the offer sheet that he thinks he can command out there after a good playoff run to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> You, you, you try to get everyone's scraps out here, man. Slow down, Mr. Dallas. You ain't getting Kyle, and you ain't getting. Uh, All I'm uh, saying is that is that you know that is John Collins' insurance for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think I think adding that if if it, and if you hold on to Collins too as well, I think you are building towards something in a couple of years where you can see kind of an Atlanta Hawks kind of supremacy over the Eastern Conference potentially, potentially. Um, but also just uh, Usman, you got to talk about this guy who's doing crazy stuff in the Olympics. Six foot eight, like two forty or something like that. Got a frame and a body of a of an adult man uh, out here, just getting blocks and things. So I think he's going to be a very good, like, not a star, not a star, but a player who's going to give you a lot of defensive effort, blocks, rebounds, all the stuff, the intangibles, the stuff that we like to, the stuff that's not on the stat sheet. I think he's going to be able to 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 do well in this league and. From what I'm seeing in the Olympics, you know, transferring that over, I know that's a little different with FIBA and smacking the ball off the rim and whatnot. But he's got a motor on him. He's got a motor and a body, and only upside I can see from here. And international you love players, motors, are, Alan, you love me love a motors. motor. Love a motor. He has his. He has his draft cliche book wide open. <laughs> that joint is wide open. I think he can do it. Yeah. But, well, he yeah. has upside. Dexter has upside too. What are you saying, Dexter? <laughs> uh, well, Jalen Jackson, man, that that was my pick. The the most Jalen's in this uh, in the draft. This ever. is the Jalen oh, draft, right? This is the Jalen draft. Uh, so Jalen, three, I think. At least three. But at least three, I know. The the thing is, I hope it's John Collins' insurance. We haven't seen a lot of him at Duke, but he looks like a athletic guy. Um, but there's a lot of wings. They have a surplus of wings now. Uh, they have Gallinari. They have uh, Hunter. They have Cam Reddish. They have Bogdanovich. So it's kind of it, someone has to go. With the league that's going, but when you go to a league that's more like positionless, you know, the, having multiple wings who can do multiple things on the court is not necessarily a bad thing, unless. You head to Magic City and you get the lemon pepper wing. Then that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Whoa, look at that. Damn, that's good. Alan, take notes, man. These are <laughs> these are solid. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, cut you off next. I'm just saying, man. It's, 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 having wings and versatile wings gets you some flex in your roster, you know, chemistry, right? But being the sixth wing on a team isn't that good. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. But again, it depends on where they play and how they are played. And I think Nate McMillan did a great job down there. So we'll see. Yeah. 
Uh, also, shout out Sharif Cooper. I feel like he's on a, he's not drafted yet, but I think he's got good playmaking ability. What 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 is wrong with black people, man? <laughs> he I'm said a, one sleeper, dude. You got the whole team sleeping. <laughs> I'm talking about snoozes out here, man. I want to talk about this ambient team I'm putting together right now. This all sleeper team right here. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I think you're muted, guy. Let's talk international. <laughs> um, we didn't actually get a lot in the first round. I think, um, again, the first round just ended maybe like 10 minutes ago, but I've seen it's two names. I could, be, I could be wrong, but uh, yes. I'll, 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 kick this, I'll kick this off. Um, we had Josh Giddy at, at six, which easy, easy one to go with, um, you can say. But I keep coming back to the word opportunity. Um, good players, if they're not in the right situation, could be looked at. And as a bus, they just might not be the right fit. Um, the other, uh, I guess, international in the first round was was Usman, and and that Houston situation is a mess nope. for me. So no, I'm gonna I'm one. gonna go. Oh, there is. Missed, Bragg, Bragg the guy that I picked, uh-huh. Singun Singun from Turkey, uh, the Turkish kid who reminds me of a more athletic. Um, what's my man's name? Uh, that played at Kentucky. That has the beef with Turkey right now. Cantor. Ennis Cantor. Yeah. He's a more athletic Ennis Cantor. He's smart. Um, more but athletic. More, more athletic Cantor is like saying, like, no, but know. if you, no, 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 a more <laughs> athletic Cantor is, a, is not a bad asset to have on your roster. Yeah. You know, but a guy who's not that athletic. Can pass. It yeah. This guy is more athletic than Cantor is. Way but he's more. Still not, he's, st- he's still not at, at the NBA. Nobody's ogling those guys. Yeah. But again, uh-huh. if you have a guy like that who can play and fill a position, He's not afraid of the moment because he's playing over Europe and, you know, they don't call fouls in Europe uh, and in Asia, wherever he's playing in Turkey. Right. So I, I like uh, um, Singun as my um, international player to make an impact uh, this year. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Giddy just because he, he does have uh, the, the FIBA and the uh, Olympic uh, uh, kind of pedigree. In, in for uh, Australia, so and Australia's produced some some pretty good ballers, so I'll, I'll give him that experience and I'll, I'll, I'll go with Giddy for mine. Yeah, uh, I was gonna go Uzma, but like, but I already kind of called him. But to I think Sengun, that was my kind of pick. I think that was a sneaky good move for the Houston Rockets to to address almost two needs. Um, you know, getting some size in there and then also getting some perimeter play at the same time. Um, so it's gonna be nice to see what their roster does. Hopefully. They can gel together and figure it all out because it's kind of young, and they also have some like you know you have Daniel House coming back, um, so Christian be Wood. Christian Wood at center, you know, mm-hmm. so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting roster for the Houston Rockets. I think you know having thirty players, I think player for them last season, like the most ever in a franchise history for any team. Um, some consistency is probably gonna be something they are gonna want to look to, and you know, is John Wall even gonna be there long term? I don't I don't know. Long term on their on their books financially, forty four million. Playing part, it's the wizards effect. Part. It's a wizards effect. <laughs> Gilbert Arena still getting paid to this day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but the international player is probably Giddy. I'll, I'll go with Ryan this time. Um, I just feel like he's going to get opportunity. Like there's no one on. Okay, can you name OKC's starting lineup? Yes. But Do that's it. me. I'm I'm a little bit different. <laughs> I'm you got Shay Dort. You got Dort in the backcourt. You got Basley. You got Basley. No, you got Basley. You got Basley on the wing. Okay. Yeah. Then um, I can't remember how I can't pronounce yeah. the Polish kid's last name. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> oh, oh. You know what I'm talking about, or Alexander. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't pronounce his name. And then Mike Mascala <laughs> was getting burned. So at the end of the day, um. We, we're going to see a totally different lineup down there. There's yeah. opportunity, but this guy's opportunity, and I don't know why, and maybe it, it's – maybe I'm – am I a bigot? Um, <laughs> because I feel like Josh Giddy is the Adam Morrison oh. of Nicholas Vigilis. <laughs> wait, wait. You mean uh, – you mean – Two-time champion Adam Morrison. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Jeremy Lin champions out here, and you couldn't give Adam Morrison his is, chip. Is Adam Morrison is is Josh Giddy the Adam Morrison of Jan Vesely's? Oh man, Jan Vesely's <laughs> horror story. I'm Two just words. asking. Horror story. I'm just asking. So no, it's not yeah, being bigoted. It's just that, that I don't I don't trust this in the same way. But again, opportunity means a whole lot. And Lugans Dort 
got an opportunity in OKC, mm-hmm. and now he's considered one of the top uh, and premier defenders in the league. Young defenders are going to have an opportunity to improve his game, yeah. as he did last year, right? They still lost a lot. Um, not having Shea out there to, to work with him definitely hurt them. And it's you you see right away <clears throat> the amount you have to carry when you are the guy they're counting on, or basically is the guy you can't do that every night in the NBA. It takes a special type of player to be in that position and carry a franchise. Okay, so actually, a team. I don't, I don't know that. about opportunity. They they have Kemba, right? They just got Kemba. For, for okay, now. they're not going to recreate what they did with Chris Paul, that's never that's not going to happen because if it didn't happen, for, and I love Kemba Walker, don't get me wrong. But he couldn't make it happen in Boston. He had an embarrassment of riches there. Mm-hmm. And for him not maybe it was too much. Maybe it was too much pressure. He can't right. handle that pressure. How much pressure? No, no, no. The, have you ever seen this kid in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, UConn. That's that back. Okay, that's so again, those days are gone. Pressure, it, it, pressure doesn't – that's not the issue for Kimball Walker. It's just matter, It was a matter of him not being able to stay on the court and then people started to expose him in the playoffs. You know, he didn't see a lot of playoff action in, in, in Charlotte. But in the playoffs, yeah. coaches are sadistic. They will expose your best player and your worst player. It happened to Russ when he was in Houston, when the Lakers did that to him in the bubble. Oh, oh he with us? He, he with us all-star? Let him <laughs> shoot every time he catches the ball. Let him, oh, he with us. Now he's literally with you right now. Right? So, again, they'll go at guys. In the playoffs, they went at Devin Booker. They went. They'll go at, at certain people because they want to. They want to expose you. Kimber Walker got exposed in the playoffs a lot. It's true, and and I look at OKC as a platform to showcase your skills because there is a lot of opportunity. Look what Chris Paul did. So mm-hmm. uh, OKC is just a bunch of draft picks. That's not even a real team anymore, man. That's just a team on paper. Sam Presti said, we're going to win the 2072 NBA championship. Yeah, and then, and then next year he's going to say the 2073. It's going to keep moving up every single year. All right, uh, moving this. The biggest bust. Who is the guy that, again, people are looking at to, to make the biggest impact, but is probably going to fall short of expectation and end up in the, cat- the category of Andrea Bargnani? Yikes. Some people consider him to be a bust. Uh, famous uh, bust. Uh, he doesn't want you to say this because he'll probably come after you just like he's done many. Uh, he, he he recently did a social media tour. Uh, what's his name again? Uh, oh, my God. He came after. I'm falling short here. He came after Stephen Jackson. He came after Stephen A. Smith. He came after a bunch of people. Dude, for, Kwame Brown? For, there you Kwame. go. Kwame Brown. Uh, for being he labeled a bus, bus though, he wasn't a bus. So, ma- so many people labeled him a bus, and he 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 woke up this year. He woke up and he had a social media tour. They but, tried to tread on this man's name. <laughs> they did. They did. Uh, so you can see the impact of being what being being called a bus does. But can can I get someone to start this off? Uh, Alan, who 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 is your guy to? It's it's hard to say who's going to be a bus right away. Um, but I, the, I, one thing that did perk my ears up, I'm just going to do two. Once again, I'm gonna call it two black, uh, <laughs> one, cause I want to trust my sources. I want to say Jalen sucks. I want to say that. And also the fact that, uh, Joshua Primo jumped up so high. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. completely sold on the last, well, last year's, uh, Spurs kind of pick. So I don't know what, what the Spurs are doing. I don't know what's going to happen. You add another point guard to a team that's already kind of rich with kind of blessings with point guards. So I don't see how you can get development out there. So I want to say Josh, limited. He, yeah. he just thinks he has a bad motor. <laughs> no motor. <laughs> no upside. He has no upside. That's <laughs> no, Fiat, baby. No, no motor. And you know what? But he's not a freak. He's not a freak athlete, Dexter. <laughs> yeah. You know? He doesn't jump out of the gym, Dexter. Needs that. Need that. <laughs> Uh, uh, Dex, uh, who's your bust? I'm going to be honest, and I think it, I'm going center. I'm going Evan Mobley. It's uh, it's just going to be his environment. I feel like the Cavs, I told you, they had a big problem, and Mobley is going to turn into Mo Bamba. I guarantee that. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm mad at that. 
Well, I, I'm going to say Zaire Williams out of Stanford. And I think at a number 10 pick, I didn't see him going there. Uh, and I can't, it's hard to call a guy at the number 10 pick a bust. Um, but I just think it was a draft pick that was wasted or, or used a little, or a pick on a guy that was used a little bit too early based on what he can do. I, that's just me, but I'd and, say and, Zaire Williams. But with and, the trade, because <clears throat> apparently he, he might actually be headed to Memphis as of last update. Yes, yes, uh, the Woj bomb or whatever. Um, still doesn't doesn't it still doesn't matter to me. I don't I don't think it's going to pan out for him there because I like Desmond Bain better than him. Yeah, you know, in in, in Memphis, wet. Um, and I it think always, it, he's going to have to come in and compete right away, and he's going to find out that the G League is not all that bad of a place to be. Yeah, and being one eighty five and six foot like eight nine, that's not going to fare you well. You're going to get bodied out there. I don't know. George Gervin and, and Reggie Miller did okay with it, and so did Kevin Durant. Wait, 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 wait yeah, okay. <laughs> he just named three special one of the one of a kind players. And we're Who talking knows, about Zaire Williams. I just, I just went on the, the <laughs> message you gave, my guy. I went on the message you gave. <laughs> what about these special talents? How about them? Yeah, they're special talents. They're special for a reason. <laughs> well, I would say that I think we have special talents here on this podcast, and uh, I love to appreciate or let you guys know that I appreciate you and hopefully the people who are watching this will appreciate what you what we brought to you this evening. Yeah. That is for sure. Um I will chip in here. I I, I hate the word bust because it just it just it's just all it's obviously negative connotation saying that you feel like this person's not gonna live up to expectations, but uh, whoever the mobs drafted. Uh, they don't have a draft pick, so that's the <laughs> right. bust. They don't have one. So um, I will probably um, – see, it, it, I could easily say it's Scotty because just the negative just say it. impact just say it. that just he say has. It. But I'm not going to go Do with Scotty. Um, again, Will and I were thinking on the same level with, with uh, Z- if I sorry if I butchered the name. Is it Zaire Williams? Yeah. Zaire Williams. Um, at first with that pairing with – Zion, I felt like they just did it because they thought they saw Zion Williamson's name again, but um, it just didn't make sense to me. But now that he's with Memphis, and I'm looking at that Memphis team now that uh, Jonas is is on his way out, and they just got Stephen Adams there, so I I, I I don't know exactly what what's really going on, but uh, I'll pick. I just don't there. see him making that impact right away like a Desmond Bain did. Like Desmond Bain was. The top three-point shooter is a rookie in the NBA last year. I think he shot like 44% from three. Yeah. You're going to have to fight for those minutes. You got um, young Ted Cruz out there um, and, and um, Grayson Allen out there trying to shoot him up a little bit. So <laughs> at the end of the day, you have to look at what's in front of him, and that's why I said he's going to have an opportunity in the G League. I don't think he warranted a number 10 pick. That's just me. I'm not trying to knock the hit. I'm happy for him. Get that money. Yeah. But uh, we're going to see what he does in summer league. We right. will. Uh, and speaking of which, good segue there, Will. Uh, Summer League. That is going to be telling of everything we just talked about. Uh, who are the guys that are going to show, hey, they're, they're NBA ready. Um, for Vegas, I earlier mentioned that we it would it's actually in Orlando and Vegas, but it uh, turns out it's just uh, being held in Vegas. Uh, do we have any major Summer League pr- predictions? Early Again, predictions to say which players we could see again torch the summer league. No, not really. I think it, what what you're going to see is some guys playing limited minutes. The top guys are going to get out there and do a little bit, but you're not going to see them go at full bore. I think you're going to see the guys who are fighting for a position, fighting for a job. I just had a conversation uh, this past weekend with Sindarius Thornwell. Um, who was drafted by the Clippers a couple of years ago, got traded to New Orleans, um, moved from New Orleans to Orlando, fighting for his NBA career. He's going to be playing summer league. He's a restricted free agent there. And when you're fighting for a spot on the roster, even these draft picks, they don't know if they're going to be on the the final roster when the season starts. They don't know if they're going to get assigned to the G League or if they're going to figure out a way to move them, whatever the case might be. So everybody's going to be out there fighting for – you know, jobs, not only the guys who got drafted tonight, 
the guys who are on rosters who are like, I'm in my fourth year in the league and I'm playing a summer league. You can think about it being embarrassing or you can think about it as a way to develop yourself and find a new um, courtship somewhere else. The uh, Leangelo Balls. That just too. got picked up by his uh, brother's team, Charlotte Hornets. So he, there's going to be a lot of hungry dudes. Is he going to play? He didn't play in Detroit last year. He barely, like, he would have got two minutes mm-hmm. in Detroit. Like, I'm like, eh, at least Charlotte <laughs> made the playoffs. Detroit didn't make, like, come on. So if he didn't, uh, I, I know it's a favor, and it's cool, and you give him some shine to go somewhere else to play overseas. But really, it's more optics than anything else. I don't think LiAngelo uh, Ball is an NBA-ready player or NBA-capable player. No. He, he was barely a uh, uh, high school like with with his brothers he was the th- the third headed uh part of the hydra but he was the one who just pretty much just chucked the, all the shots those other guys kind of carried everything he was fredo Corleone. yeah 100 <laughs> percent. he was he was not the don he was not the don let's be honest uh yeah i don't know for 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 summer league once again on my pick too uh <laughs> i think jalen green um, talking, talk, he's talking real spicy. I think when a player comes in with a chip on his shoulder and saying, hey, if I played in college, I'd be the number one pick. And I think those words, a, a, a deleted tweet that he put out. So I think him coming in there with that mindset of I'm going to body and food all these people who are on my level. Because I was playing with men before and you saw what I can do. Now I'm playing with guys who are my level. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. Uh, but I also want to see Chris Duarte. I think that I Baylor that. team, that that team was really. No, he, nice. he played for uh, bet, Oregon. Uh, Oregon. Sorry, my my bad. Uh, Oregon. Same colors. Yeah, exactly. My brain was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. same. Um, yeah, he 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 can shoot it off. He can get it off on the dribble. He's a uh, just very aggressive type of player. And I think he kind of dropped. I think he slid a little. Then he should have been picked up. But uh, that's going to be interesting to see what he can do. His NCAA uh, run made me happy. He was like Jason Kidd light to me. Yeah, I mean super light. <laughs> but still, kind of like the size and the, and the number and the, and the play was. I think that's a good pick, uh, uh, Alan. Yeah, one of your many picks. Well, I think, can't go wrong if I make a bunch of them. Summer league is going to be your player, and I'm going to bring this all back to Chicago for you guys. Patrick Williams will be MVP of the summer league. There you go. Damn T Pain, we couldn't understand anything. Yeah, we you got we said. got auto tune on you. You got voice. that Windsor oh, Wi Fi out here, bro. That I, forgot, Windsor I forgot to turn it off. I forgot to. Turn it off. <laughs> uh, I said Patrick Williams is going to be MVP of Summer League. All right, all right. That, um, Patrick pick Williams year player. last year's draft. Oh, you yeah. pick, oh, pick, oh, okay. Pick I didn't know we were picking. Player. I know we were picking like standout people in the in in, in, in the. Uh, I didn't. Hey, pick, yeah, I, we can do that. We can do that. I didn't know we were picking people. I, I, I'm not picking anybody. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I am intrigued by the the G League, um, the Ignite team uh, guys. We had two in the top 10 round this year. Uh, so that actually says something about this NCAA mess and guys just going straight to G League Ignite. Um, actually, Will, you had him in your top five. Um, it was uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Kaminga. 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 Yeah. Because his situation. Uh, Is he getting moved? With, I don't know if he's getting moved. For Beal? No, I, like Wise- I feel like Wiseman could get moved before he does. If they make that move. If they make that move. But uh, Kaminga, his situation, I like it. Um, his, I feel he, again, anybody could really dominate G League, but uh, I'm just interested to see what he's going to do with Golden State. And I, I don't feel like he's going to get moved. I feel like they're moving other pieces around him more than anything. They're going to take a shot until February. If nothing happens, if Clay Alexander Thompson does not come back at full form, then the youth movement will start in Golden State. Depending upon, and that also depends. Like Steph is a unrestricted in 2022. If he doesn't sign the extension, it'll tell you a lot about what he does or what they do come February in the trade deadline. Because if they're not anywhere in contention for the playoffs, could be bye bye Draymond and hello Jonathan Kaminga and and Eric Pascal uh, as a new uh, you know you never know but this is me just saying this right now in July so yeah and they got time Kaminga this this kid's eighteen yeah 
<laughs> he is 18. Yeah, but he's, def- he's ready defensively in a lot of ways. He has to improve his offensive game. Yeah. You know, um, if I can borrow for a second, he has a lot of upside. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave you alone. Five That's five cents. That's five cents. That's five cents. That's a That's a But, uh, yeah, no, this is good, man. I appreciate it. And I think people will enjoy this. Yeah. No, I agree. Anytime you, you stop by, it's always been a blessing. So appreciate you coming on and uh, the link up, the crossover episode. It's always great. Yes. Uh, so, Will, let the people know where they can find you. They can find me at W underscore Strickland on Twitter. Will Strickland, number one on IG and across all streaming platforms where podcasts can be found. And of course, the host of the podcast on the Press Basketball Network. That is the open run every week. You can, again, find that anywhere you download or listen to podcasts. Uh, Alan Shane Lewis. Hi, my name is Alan Shane Lewis. You can find me at the Alan Shane on Twitter. Alan Shane on Instagram. Shoeless Lewis on TikTok. Shoeless Lewis on Twitch. Watch all that stuff. And watch the great Canadian baking show. Stream it on uh, CBC Gem. You know, new season coming out soon. October 17th, 8 p.m. And Dexter, there will be no music, but please. Ryan, <laughs> if you can, edit my music in. <laughs> That's my Dex life. Don't forget the G, Triple OG on the IG, TikTok, Twitter, and Top Shot. Send me your highlights. And of course, you can get my unfiltered Big Brother tweets <clears throat> at R.A. Henry. <laughs> you can also see me talk about Luca and Slovenia. Sorry if I mispronounced that well. Is it... Uh, so Slovenia, Slovenia, Slovakia, Slovenia, Slovakia. Um, <laughs> my uh, Luka Doncic and the Mavs tweets um, at RA Henry. Do not follow me on Snapchat because you will be declined. Uh, that was another special edition of the open run and below the Harvard presents the NBA draft aftermath. Thank you for listening. 